If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is sponsored by Mudstack. Mudstack is the only asset management and collaboration platform custom built for games to use and digital artists. So level up your game art and your art game with Mudstack. Are you frustrated with convoluted folder hierarchies and naming conventions that make finding assets a pain? Do you hate using version control software that was built for software engineers instead of you, an artist? Are you also annoyed with late feedback that forces you to throw away hours and hours of work? We all been there. Finally, there's a solution built for you, the artist. Mudstack is the only digital asset management, version control, and review platform custom built for artists and game studios. Get started for free in just a few minutes at mudstack.com. That's M-U-D-S-T-A-C-K.com. Hey guys, here's the deal. This podcast is sponsored by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. They offer precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. When I was a kid, I thought it was weird and it was embarrassing that I was doing maintenance down there. And in a long time, I felt like I had to hide the fact that things were getting a bit hairy. But now, I am glad I live in the world that Manscaped is widely being celebrated as a way for us to, us men, to kind of get ourselves in check, be organized, and be our best self down there. So right now, Manscaped has just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. So imagine shaving with a super sleek, well-designed and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. I went for a trial run and it was refreshing. And your your spouse and partner can only be jumping with joy, knowing that you are taking care of yourself and in turn, taking care of your partner or spouse. What's cool about the trimmer, it has a 4,000K LED light that you can turn on when in use to help you navigate down that jungle of yours and make sure that you're getting it in all in the right places and crevices. Additional guards so that you can get the perfect length from your trimmer. Some people, like myself, just like a little maintenance, all right, a little off the top. And others, probably Ray, uh, would probably go all the way down to the skin level, which is completely fine. It's whatever your preferences are. So there's different sizes for guard lengths that is available for the lawnmower 4.0. So guys, do yourself a favor. Stop trimming with the same trimmer that you use in your face as for your balls. Hygienically, disgusting. Ethically, I get it. <laughs> if it's something that you've been wanting to try, now's your chance to do it. You can get 20% off 
plus free shipping by using the code GDU at manscaped.com. Again, it's M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Get 20% off and be a better you with the code GDU. Your balls will thank you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Game Dev Unchained, the number one game development podcast about game development and the lifestyle of. And I am your host, Brandon Fan. Of course, it is that time of the month at Roundtable News episode with Ray Graham. How are you doing, Ray? Doing good, man. How you doing? What's up? It's been a while, man. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, yeah, as always. Um, it's one of those uh, points that we get together as game developers around the game dev campfire to talk about the spooky game dev stories that's been kind of popping up this past month that is making an impact on the industry. And just to remind everyone, as always, these are opinions of our own and does not represent companies that we work for. So stop trying to cancel us. All right. All right. Now let's go right to it, dude. Um, so since we've spoken and I kind of want to put this to rest really quickly, right? Um, we talked about how, you know, Epic and Apple, uh, took a little longer than we anticipated. I think of last year, you kind of made like this, uh, (laughs) this date prophecy of saying December 2020 will be all over and we'll be laughing about it. And Tim Sweeney will be leaving with his tails between his legs, thinking that he can go against Apple. More than almost a year later, right, we're at October where this is kind of finally concluding with uh, Apple walking away with sort of a slap in the wrist, but Epic overall not happy with the decision and is still kind of coming at it, right? So um, that's not to say that the impact has not been felt. With that, Apple, I believe, is now being a lot more flexible in terms of their their cut, right? Like now it's 15% versus 30. And the in-currency for a lot of these apps are being allowed now, which definitely takes a, a hit uh, over their bottom line at Apple, right? So there has been a lot of wins in terms of development. But of course, Epic is still not happy because in the end, they did openly violated, you know, the terms of agreement between the two. And then I believe from what I read uh, and it is openly shared, they ended up having to pay $6 million, which is nothing peanuts, right? And additionally, because of the violation they are not permitted to be in the Apple store for five years or so. So they're completely banned at least for five years, uh, which is the exact number. Yeah, this is, this is, this is breaking news. Yeah. So there, Fortnite is not able to be on the app store for five years. And this is actually really? being carried through. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cool stuff. Um, So uh, just want to not, you know, of course we spend a lot of round table news dedicated to this. I'm I'm glad to say this is hopefully the last of it. Any last thoughts before we move on to the main meat of uh, this episode's main topic? 
I mean, yeah, like I just my grand prediction for back in the day is clearly has is clearly been proving partly wrong, I guess. <laughs> uh, um, where you know Apple did did win a lot of what they were being sued about. Yeah. Um, but then they also uh but then they also lost out on like, you know, allowing other payment methods on, onto the store, right? So so like I, I think that alone, like other allowing for other payment methods is 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 pretty a pretty good win. Although Apple, I think Apple is appealing that, right? Like they're going back to court. And Epic is also appealing it. Like there's all sorts of I think there's dual appeals going on, right? So like I don't I don't think we're gonna see this die off quite yet. Right. Right. And you said banned for five years. I, I thought it was just like Fortnite, it was banned as long as the appeal process is still going on. No, I'll look this up right that now. But uh, I, I saw something where Fortnite is not allowed on the App Store uh, for five years because of the open violation. Um, and the court uh, respected that, yes, there was a legal contract that was uh, openly broken by epic to kind of prove a point and it's like mm, you can't do that um mm. at the same time um and while i'm looking this up you know google uh we thought were was out of this picture long ago but they came back with a lawsuit of their own they're counter suing epic for mm. basically just doing the same thing right and realizing that hey you know apple did have like a strong stance and therefore we want our our payment <laughs> as well, right? Uh, let's see. Refuses to reinstate Fortnite despite South Korea. Oh, see. Right, let me look this yeah. up while we would do this. Because yeah, because no, like, like what I heard, it was like as long as the appeals, yeah, the appeals process may take up to five years to complete. Right. And as wa- as long as the appeal is going on, Fortnite is going to be banned. Like maybe that's, you that, are it, that is that. that that is what I heard, right? So it's not necessarily five years, but it's it's the appeal as as long as the appeal process is going on, Apple will keep it keep it off the store. All right. Uh, well, listeners, confirm that while we yeah. move on to the next subject. But like I, the main I, thing is here I, I, that I, saw, I see here in BBC BBC News. BBC okay, BBC. there we go. There we confirmed it. Until the appeal process is done, Fortnite yeah. cannot be on the Apple Store. Uh, along with the case, there was a lot of information. I think that was usually not public um, that was shared. That I think overall helps the game industry. Right? Uh, we know now, in fact, that the uh the app store is <laughs> alone apple not making games have made it one of the most powerful game company out of all the top <laughs> top tier guys combined we're talking about over uh we're talking about microsoft sony uh take yeah. two or, or or whatever the top tiers are combined in terms of yearly game sales but we knew, app but store we knew that we knew that already. Right? Yeah, but it's kind of it's kind of still big news. I think we, we put it in perspective. Knowing, like we've been knowing that for years, and yeah. and and the and the AAA. And when I say years, I, I I probably more mean decades, right? Like like the the um, AAA devs are always like, oh, mobile games, yeah, whatever, whatever. Like yeah. we're over here selling selling our you know twenty million, forty million, fifty million dollar. Being happy review, about it, yeah. review games and being happy about it. Meanwhile, these games like on mobile are pulling in billions of dollars a year, right? Like Apple's been like when it comes to revenue and sales, like like mobile's been eating 
every every segment's lunch for a while right, right. so like in terms of business some, model yeah in and, terms of business yeah, model and if, and if there's no store, risk from the app store yeah and if App Store is taking thirty percent of all of that, right? Like, then yeah. I think it stands to reason that they're making money hand over fist. You know, which is one of the reasons why they are fighting so hard to 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 keep it that way. Um, because yeah, it, there's no way around it. You know, twenty twenty was a big year for Apple because of the pandemic, and yeah. now they're going to have this big gap in their financial quarterlies uh, that, you know, they're going to, it's going to take a while to fill because of suddenly it's 15% and now in-game currency is being allowed and they're not going to yeah. see any, any profits I, from that. I mean, like, honestly, yeah, profits going to go down maybe, but the profits we'll already, out. well, I mean, the profits are already so ridiculous that like Apple could more than afford to reduce their cut 15% across the board and just call well, it the stock market. Like, you know, uh, don't well, appreciate that. Right. They just see it as down being down. Right. Um, sure. Sure. Which is one of the reasons why Netflix is always in trouble. It's like, well, but also, but also Apple goes out of its way to not actually release all of the numbers. They kind of just roll it up into subcategory and, and say, Hey, you know, yeah, yeah. so maybe other parts of the business can make up for it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure Apple will be just fine and they'll figure it out. But one of the main reasons why I want to just kind of conclude that is because we've talked for a long time, but actually it actually leads into kind of the theme of this episode where we're mostly talking about tech giants taking over the game industry. And it should be no surprise. It's been kind of rolling in for a while. You know, we, we were talking to, to a person such as yourself that's kind of been in and out, right, in tech, <laughs> tech companies and back and forth. And uh, I know a lot of friends uh, who have been in the industry a long time are basically finding refuge in these tech giants that have basically retired from AAA and gone to Facebook, to Google or whatever. Refuge. Refuge, because refuge. they want to have, <laughs> you know stable lifestyles <laughs> with ridiculously high income and stock options. So they have found refuge uh, in a very nice, comfy uh, <laughs> refugee camp of, of Facebook. Right. So that, that brings to me since the last time we talked for a long time, we have made fun of Amazon for a long, long time. And you were always in the camp of saying it was only a matter of time that Amazon will figure out its footing as long as they keep trying, right? Something that, you know, Google can't really I say. I don't even well, remember saying I think. That. <laughs> well, I think a long time ago, we both agreed around yeah. the table that because Amazon has so much source of income <laughs> and they're so stubborn, Sure. Right, yeah. where they have put so much money into the game industry and have not shown any signs of quitting. Mm. Uh, in, in times when me and you are like, dude, you just got to throw in the towel at this point, you're not going to understand. It takes a while, mm. and they just truck through it. And now they finally have a hit, right? Sort of a hit, <sighs> at yes. least to a point where someone's actually talking about it. I see influencers talking about it, I see. Uh, some kind of interest and I also think the timing of it and the theme of the game New World is actually very fitting and that's you know the combination of like things that you can't plan um, I think it has helped the game kind of flourish uh, as of late so I haven't played it 
Uh, you haven't played it, I've, but the, the only thing I the only thing I know, PC Gamer rated it at sixty. That's all I know. At a sixty-five. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it. I hey, this right. is what I truly believe. I don't think it's like the number one rated on Steam, game. Yeah, on Steam, on Steam, it's like pop mostly positive ratings, and like on Met, Metacritic, it's seventy-five. Right, but the user score on Metacritic is four point four. So, like, I don't know. It seems. It seems like, and also, like, when I look at it, every time I see it, every time I see an image of it, yeah, I I just immediately get bored and just want to like just go to the next image. I'm not interested at all in anything I see. Well, let me pull this up. While we were talking about WoW, and for some reason, you have like this memory of WoW being always wow <laughs> i did not say that <laughs> and, I, and i always thought of it as ugly uh and then somewhat you know they made it their own right give yeah. them some credit uh let's see said, let me see I if you can not, see like it depends on what it depends on what you call ugly right because i don't think blizzard has bad artists period of course i don't, not. Think, I don't no. think there's a bad artist in the bunch right so like i what is ugly like what what are the what is the criteria that you're using here right uh, I it? would like I wouldn't play the game because it's so. Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the criteria. That's how yeah, like, I no, it. Yeah, like there's no normal maps. I can't play this. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah. I mean, like that's a very that's not a, a proper criteria, right? Like, sure, you know, sure, sure. There's more. There's it's, more it's graphics rough. and looks. I like will that. say this. You know, they made it a style, and it, yeah. it was very definitive. And I think it helped kind of find a lot of their uh, games. Uh, that isn't well afterwards, right? They yeah. very and they and they adhered, you know, and they adhered to the style. You know what I mean? Yeah. They adhered to the style, and that and that's why I think the art. That's why I think it's a stylistically is a good game, right? It, it's low poly, it's flat, like you know, but it's good. Like it, it looked good. It looked good for it looked good for the time, right? It wasn't the most high end, but it yeah. looked it looked consistent and well put together. Right. Like I can't I can't hate on WoW for that. Right. Uh all I'm trying to say by by kind of um talking about WoW is that yeah. you know, if New World does last longer than you know, this month, uh they'll have the time to increase their 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 art <laughs> capacity, yeah. right? I see some I see some I'm looking at some screenshots of it right now and it looks, you know, it definitely looks better than WoW did back in the day. But, you know, uh, honestly, it's it's okay because it's still boring. It's yeah, still boring. like for me, most MMO games, the the measuring stick is so low, right? Um, like out of the gate, I think it already looks better than most Bethesda games. I mean, and those uh, games do really well, right? So that's that's my measuring stick of like, okay, there's a chance here. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. But my main thing with New World is that because of the pandemic, because people were in solitude and self-isolation for a year, the timing of this and all the games that have been doing well, uh, like that Viking game, 
Um, and and now this Valheim and then this, right. It's a chance to people connect and people are like hungry for it. And we're not completely out of it. Obviously at the pandemic we're we're crawling sort of out, it feels like it, but we're not there yet. And Mm -hmm. there is like this weird, I don't know if you feel it, man. Like I feel sometimes like this weird depression of like, just not knowing what's going on really like it doesn't feel real real you know and i think a lot of people are kind of going through this still and finding kind of avenues like new world to to kind of feel normalized again and the timings i think it's has been helping uh the game kind of i don't know i don't know if during a time where we're all cooped up inside yeah that that gravitating towards playing an MMO that will encourage you to stay cooped up inside is what people are craving, right? Well, like, that's what I, games <laughs> are. <laughs> to to uh, them, it's good enough. <laughs> I mean, like for, for me, I've been like, you know, I've been trying to like get out more and, and, yeah, of course. and see people in smaller groups, you know, these things. Like, like last thing I last thing I want to do is be at a computer when I'm at a computer all day, every day. In Bro. the same room, you know what I mean? We're like, that's, just that's at that thing. age, man. But there's a lot of people that <laughs> I find it myself. Like, I'm not that into gaming as much as I used to. Um, mm. I do it mostly for motivation to create things now as my way of doing it. I still enjoy games, obviously. But, like, right. my drive of, like, if I were to pick and choose, because of the pandemic, I would, like you said, try to congregate with friends and socialize because I was missing that basically for a whole year. But I I do feel like the equivalent of that to a lot of younger folks Mm. have been these type of, (laughs) to them, this is the the same, (laughs) just connecting (laughs) online and and talking. I don't Um, know. I I think even the most introverts would be tired of being at home at this point. Yeah, I mean it is a pushing a limit, but it's it's yeah. I'm this game like I I normally I never play MMO right, but now I I'm starting to see the appeal of it because of the social aspect of I'll sure. go raiding and this game is fine. I mean at least it's not I mean, like to a point where I'm 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 sure there are bugs right. I'm sure yeah. I read a lot of bugs, but like it's playable to a point where yeah it's enjoyable and not so. So, t- yeah. so taxing. It's it doesn't the graphics I mean, not great, but it's not that bad. You know, what I mean, it's not like yeah, yeah it's I workable. Mean, I mean, like social games are always going to be a good thing, right? Because people just want to be sociable. Period, right? Like yes. it, it turns out, like multiplayer games and social games do better than not the others that that are not social yeah. or multiplayer, right? Because especially now, yeah, gravitate towards that. Some people hate that, right? But like, I think the numbers tell us you know a lot of people play social games right so so that's always a good bet right but um so i don't know i don't know if it's just yeah pandemic or anything like that but yeah i don't know why this game's get like because i see reviews that are kind of like lukewarm on it yeah but then it's not a complete flop i guess because everything's like lukewarm it's yeah. not like a raging success either. yeah um so, but what, uh, yeah, like because of what has happened this past year, multiple game delays, and I'm sure there was a whole slate of games that were supposed to be released originally this mm-hmm. year from two years ago are pushed back. There's this huge gap, right, of 
these type of games? Like, what other MMO can we really name the past year and a half? I mean, what MMO can you name in the last five years? Exactly, yeah. right? So this is coming at such a perfect time. And yeah. in terms of marketing and, and whatever, you know, um, I've always thought because they're Amazon, you know, this, this is going to be easily on the front page of Twitch without any effort and because of past games they haven't done that and this legitimately are are is being covered by a lot of uh influencers and, and streamers on their own uh gives it at least a little more credence of like oh there might be something here which i respect right they didn't force it down our throats and I when know, i watch it it's yeah watch this video right now and i'm bored to tears already <laughs> but this is to me what mmo is but like you know, you're, you're playing with your friends and you're on an adventure. Like, what other games are there that can do this? I mean, this is what Epic, this is what Facebook, this is what all the major companies are trying to uh, go towards, a metaverse, right? Which yeah. I am looking forward to, 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 to playing and, 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 and looking forward to them figuring that out. Which leads you, me are to... You, are you really looking forward to people figuring that out? Honestly, I would love a, a mega game, a mega game that um, it, it is kind of like towards what Second Life was. Yeah. I, I think uh, I think there is way too much right now. There's way too much content, right? And I would love the fact that there's one hierarchy that encompasses and organizes that and gives everyone a little bit more of a chance. Like I, I am yeah. the, the, the idea of a metaverse that is able to be, uh, that breaks all barriers of what a mobile game and what a triple A game, which is the main thing I feel like you, what you mentioned before, the triple A games are patting on themselves on the back for selling 20 million cops and such while the mobile games kind of like have the real numbers and, 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 and championing what really success looks like. And, uh, I, I feel like game developers all over are pretty much segregated at this point on, um, through ego or through what they're working on. And, uh, there isn't like a singular voice, right? So I think with metaverse, hopefully it doesn't completely just water down all the variety that we can give but it'll be kind of nice i think an organized thing that everybody can enjoy and and, and join and play if they want to but right? but that's not what's happening though right like like facebook's not at first not at facebook's first. gonna do its thing epic's yeah. gonna do its thing they're not gonna talk to each other Right. Of course not. They they want to own these are gonna be separate walled gardens, right? Sure. But they're always gonna be a number one and number two, right? So when I watch Ready Player One, that idea excites me. Like it'd be really cool. I love the idea of Ready Player One, man. Not the whole like evil corporation. Dystopian (laughs) corporation, like owning your life. Okay, yeah, cool, cool. Hey, man. I mean, that's where we're heading. I mean, I always say all this made by Unity, made by Unreal is going to be the Matrix, right? That's where we're going. <laughs> In the end, there will be one ultimate game that everybody will. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I don't think so. Like, I, I don't think it will be that. Like, like a singularity, you know, dude. When people when people <laughs> talk about the metaverse, though, they usually talk about like the next Internet. Right, and what is the internet? It is is a bunch of decentralized things, right? Where that can talk to each other, and you yeah. could kind of float from 
world to world on the internet, right? Like you're yeah. one minute you're in Facebook, the next minute you're in Gmail. And you could do work. You could also play games. You yeah. can also like you could also do stupid stuff and, and talk to people, right? So yeah. and like see the next evolution of that, but knowing how Facebook, Apple, Microsoft, all these basic people are with like, here's my here's my platform and here's my walled garden. Uh, I don't want to see it turn into something where it is literally like, like kind of what's going on with like TV and movie streaming. I'm over here in my, in my world and here's the content that I provide and you can only get it here. Right. And then over here in Facebook land, you can only get this content over here because these are the people that I'm dealing with. Right. Um, I'm, I'm more interested in seeing people, um, come up with a way of being able to share a common protocol that these things could all be shared across different systems, right? Yeah. To make something, make it truly interconnected, you know? Yeah. I mean, what, to me, the metaverse is kind of what you're saying. It really is just an emulation of real life, but more instantaneous, right? The idea of just being able to jump around without having had to jump on a plane and, and yeah. do something. It's just, like had to click a button. It is the right. next idea of the internet. And, if we're just saying Epic versus Facebook, we kind of have an idea of what their metaverse looks like, where Facebook is more like commercial, like enterprisey, and Epic well, I mean, is going to be more gamer-ish, and yeah. more what I think Ready Player One would look like, right? So everyone's going to have a little a bit of their flavor, and people can pick and choose, but yeah. I am excited <laughs> at the idea that... Well, here's the thing, right? We're not talking... Yes, Epic is, I guess, the only gaming force at this point that is the closest to, in my idea, of achieving is a it, metaverse. Is it the, I think so. In terms I of think, a game? I think... Game I company? Think, I think saying that... Rockstar? I think, <laughs> Who else? I think saying that and completely ignoring Roblox is a big mistake. I don't see Roblox... Okay, Roblox is huge. You don't, huh? Dota. <laughs> Roblox is huge. But the same way how yeah. WoW was ugly to me. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, here's no, here's the thing. No, actually I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on All this right. bit. All right, um, push, because, it. push it because Roblox does look bad, right? There, there are like on the low end devices, Roblox looks terrible. But there's you could also and high end. There's also some no. There's also some high end. There's some high end Roblox maps that look amazing, right? And I was even surprised when I saw them. I was like, "Word!" Like with like per pixel lighting and everything, and shadows and normal maps. I'm like, "What? What's going on here?" Right? Like, I mean, this, like I could pull this madness. <laughs> like there's there's because it's uh, and I I was also at a at a conference where they talked about their rendering engine and all the different things they do and and it definitely can support very high fidelity stuff, uh, but of course a lot of the people that use Roblox these days have like low end computers right so like so it's it has to be scalable, um, but like yeah Roblox Roblox can scale all the way down to really crappy looking mobile, all the way up to like you know perfect lighting and some stuff that looks pretty decent you know what i mean um so like i would not i would not count it out right and then there's also is this roblox right here is that what you're saying i mean that's probably the best looking robot thing you've seen ever it is you you right like right so um and i'm telling you i saw something that looked better than this even right 
So, um, and then there's well, I will core. say this in terms of what, what do they call this type of game? Uh, creator content, UGC, uh, UGC, UGC. right? Yeah. They are the closest. I mean, we we hear like um, the ep, uh, the Unreal version of it that's kind of been uh, core. That's what I was just saying. Core from Met- Met- Manticore, right? Yeah, so. when Manticore trying to achieve the same thing. Roblox is the furthest in terms of owning the space. Um, right. Epic doesn't have anything like this. What they're doing is just Fortnite is the closest, but not well, really, right? It's not creative well, the- content. No, well, they're doing like Fortnite Studio, right? So, like, Fortnite Studio is going to be the user generated content portion of that. Yeah. And, like, every day I'm hearing of some new crossover with Fortnite, right? LeBron is in Fortnite. Um, mm-hmm. Dune, they have Dune in Fortnite now. And then also, uh, what's the big, what was the big thing that I was just shaking my head at? Oh, yeah, it was uh, Balenciaga. Right, they're in partnership with Balenciaga to have like virtual clothes in Fortnite, right? Uh, So they're doing all this cross pollination and cross promotion, which is like, you know, you're talking about Ready Player One. That's kind of what it's about, right? All these different IPs in this virtual world. Um, They're they're totally building up Fortnite to try to try to beat that. Do do in in game concerts, you know, like all of that, like like. It's it's clear that's what they're trying to do with, with Fortnite, right? This episode is sponsored by Mudstack. For all the artists out there that are working within a game studio, big or small, you're going to need a great collaboration platform custom built for the digital artists. That's where Mudstack comes into play. It's a special version control review platform custom built for individual artists. Whereas other source control feels like it's being built for software engineers, Mudstack is geared towards artists so that collaboration gets even easier and the only thing you need to concentrate is on your game itself and not the software. So do yourself a favor, go to the solution built just for you, the artist, and get started for free in just a few minutes at Mudstack.com. That's M-U-D-S-T-A-C-K. Dot com. Yeah, I mean, it's look very interesting because look Roblox. Roblox good. Look at that Roblox looking good. You're shocked. You're shocked by what you're seeing. Roblox came out of left field. I see it with a bunch of kids playing it, and I was like, why are you guys liking this so much? And they like the idea of being able to, you know, user generated stuff and be mm-hmm. able to play with their friends off of something they created. It, it was a very cool concept. And I do admit it's like, it's like digital Legos, right? And um, and this was like long before any of these companies started uh, piling on and playing copycat um, before yeah. realizing it was a real big industry that was growing. Now we have a lot more choices, a little more. Yes, Fortnite's doing a lot of things to kind of diversify uh, mm-hmm. than uh, just being a battle royale game, which to a certain degree, pretty successful. A lot of commercials, uh, movies that are hot you know immediately go to fortnite as the game right um that is one edge that i don't think roblox has you know commercially they don't no one's going to roblox and trying to make a roblox thanos they actually had what it is they had to like did they have a lego collaboration or also a nerf collaboration like they're getting some ips in there too you know but of course it's gonna be more because their their main user base is is children 
right? It's going to be more geared towards kids, right? But like, I could see Roblox try to try to explain. Well, the that. kids are going to grow up, right? And then yeah, exactly, exactly, it's going to be a Justin Bieber effect, right? So I, I don't doubt that. Um, what I'm I'm trying to look for is like, yes, this is a, a dawn of a new decade. 2020 didn't count, right? 2021 is probably <laughs> let's just start with 2021. Um, a lot of the pioneers and a lot of people that were looking to lead the industry in this new decade uh to me the ones with the most power are kind of like these tech giants right so mm-hmm. um we were mentioning amazon finally making its mark you know it's not a big hit it's not like critically uh praised uh, as one would hope but they finally have something that are uh that is making waves right which is uh huge for them and they can build off of that really quickly uh with the money and resources that they've they've built uh facebook with vr and uh their hopes of making a metaverse and with the recent scandal that is kind of like a blip in 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 all all things is it well, I mean, their stock is taking a plummet, sure, but like in terms of, I think they're going to bounce back, right? Well, well they're going to bounce back because they're going to like rename the company, right? Rebrand, right? <laughs> right, which is like so shady. But uh, it's shady, but so, it's so, the timing so, is right. I mean, Facebook so clearly, is so much more than just Facebook now. It's sure, so many but, it's, but it's but it's clearly not like a, a small a planned way yeah. when you need to when you need to like. Or when you decide, hey, let's let's rebrand the company and, and try to like get this thing off, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course it's like oh, we're rebranding because we we wanted to more f- closely match what we're doing with the metaverse. Sure. But also like it will also help people like kind of forget the Facebook name being attached to the to the election and all that kind of craziness, right? So um it's long overdue. Yeah. I mean, they have so many softwares now and the the you know facebook itself its main meat of the potatoes which is obviously generating still a lot of money it's not cool to be on facebook anymore and no one business wise they kind of turn people away from it uh socially mm-hmm. it's it's hard to kind of keep up with people for what it was originally for mm-hmm. i mean at a certain point i i do believe that they're gonna figure out the essence of facebook again and be able to kind of they still have that Trump card right in the back pocket to kind of like fix Facebook. They, I, I, I really do feel they can, they can no still do that. Big, yeah. <laughs> Fun unintended. Yeah, uh, but, no unintended. <laughs> <laughs> but like overall, uh, yes, we have TikTok now and Instagram, but there is no Facebook equivalent. There's no MySpace, no competitor. I, I still go to yeah. Facebook to kind of still catch up with people. But you um, old though. You old though. Like the I am old, and I think like youngsters. It's, it's a huge TikTok, problem. Right? But as TikTok. but as soon as they, I, I, if they just go back to its bare minimum of what it used to be, I think they can still win a lot of people back. Right. The I, idea I of it's still good. I don't think it's that. Like they need to pivot to the next thing, which is what they think it's. it's which is VR, that, right? So like the VR thing world, is exciting. VR, AR, VR, metaverse. Yeah, that's right. what they're trying to do, right? Which is smart, which is, I think, yeah. out of the, because let's face it, right? This is the problem that I see with this new decade and what has been shown with Sony, Microsoft, yada, yada, yada. You know, when we look at Rockstar and look forward to news, it's like 
we did it again guys we're gonna re-release a remaster version of gta 5 and they're gonna do that for the next 10 years and they're gonna be just fine right that's you can buy money man yeah. yeah it's printing money but again it's it's um it's uh stunting evolution of games because of them doing that they're so triple a have scared themselves into a corner where they're so afraid of taking chances now that they're letting these tech giants be the one that take the chances and um and in a lot of ways they're giving up control of where our industry is leading uh, uh going right like i don't i don't think like okay in general i don't think the tech giants are necessarily taking over Necessarily. I think they're taking over, man. I th- well, think about it. Where, <laughs> dude, where, where are where are all our veteran friends going? Well, who, who have the most knowledge? No, Mr. there's a Unity. reason for this. No, there's a reason for this, though. Like that's what I'm saying. It's not necessarily that, yeah. right? It's basically the tech giants are making platforms, right? They they're selling shovels and doing things like that. Like they're like, hey, do you want to make an experience? I want to make the place where you can host your experience. I'm going to make the tools so that you can build your experience. I still need creators that are nimble and small and innovative to make something cool that can be on my platform. All I have is a bunch of money, right? And, 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 I need experienced people that have experience in, in gaming and stuff. Yeah. And I can promise you a nine to five job with stock and yeah. with more and with more base salary than you yeah. can get in any video game company. Yeah. And, and you're telling me our friends, yes, we are old, right? We're getting yeah. older. And so our friends are like, wait, I have kids that need to go to college. Yeah. I, need, I don't blame I need, them. Right. Like I agree. All, like, of course, of course I'm gonna and it's gonna be less stress. And I don't yes. have to work and I don't have to work seven days a week. Are you what? Like, yeah. of course you did. It's not hit driven, right? It's all this yeah. stuff. I get yeah, it. Yeah. I totally you're get more it. stable. You're not going to get, you're not going to get. Laid I'm off not arguing like, the fact I'm happy that my friends have woken up. Yeah. Stop drinking the Kool-Aid and are taking <laughs> care of themselves and getting paid for experience that are super yeah. valuable that yeah. produce billions of dollars for companies that they work for, right? Yeah. I am so happy that this avenue opened up for for seasoned developers because for a while I was kind of scared. I was like, where is this all leading to? With, yeah, and I'll, and I'll just point out. Shutting down, yeah. And I'll just point out, like, when it comes down to, like, the stuff I do, like, graphics, 3D graphics, right? More and more 3D graphics is being used in many different types of things. Yeah. And so, and so like the, the, the companies that need somebody that has 3D graphics experiences is growing and growing and growing. And it's not just something that you do for games yeah. these days. Right. Yeah. Um, I would say for some other disciplines in the video game industry, it's way harder. Yeah. Right. Like if you're like a texture artist on a AAA team, like, you might not be, you might not be able to get a job on Facebook. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Or, or you might be able to get a job on Facebook, but there's like a few content roles yeah. to make content. Right. Um, and, and I still think that there's a lot of people out there that still just want to make video games and, and love making sure. video games and love production and want to make something and be on a big product with a big team. And make something cool, right? And so, yeah. like, not not everybody's. They're usually uh, what I call uh, single people <laughs> <laughs> that uh, have no. I, I want to. No wanna, responsibility I, I outside of themselves. Yeah, I literally want to prove you wrong, and I cannot <laughs> because my like, instincts like are correct. Everybody I know, everybody I know that is in that camp. 
uh, or not everybody, but a lot of people I know that are in that camp are definitely are definitely very single. Exactly. Because and, uh, they have no worries <laughs> about, you know, taking care of, of anybody but themselves. So f- yeah. with that, I salute you guys. Keep going. <laughs> Keep fighting the good fight. But like yeah. what I'm saying is I'm I'm just looking where where our our leaders are going right i'm talking about mm-hmm. these seasoned developers that are really good that are really knowledgeable to understand game development um from 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 the front to back they're going to these tech giants if given a choice which they are given most of mm-hmm. them if not all have migrated to these tech companies these safe havens for game developers i call them mm-hmm. and uh with that they take the knowledge and innovation with them so that's why i say the innovations aren't with Rockstar. It isn't with Sony or Microsoft. It's at these places that are fattening you up and keeping you happy. And you can basically have that 20, 30 years till retirement uh, and, and, and can apply in ahead and, 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 and and don't have to play that. Well, I mean, it still gets political, I'm sure. But like to a point where everyone is relatively still happy, right? Where it's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, I can look I at mean, my bank account and say, oh, I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, I think anywhere you go, people are going to be bitter or salty about something. Sure. Um, but but yeah, like like when it comes to video game industry versus tech giant, it's definitely... Um, There's no contest. It's yeah. way more chill environment way more chill and i i yeah. think because of the um the non-stress of where the money is coming from right for for amazon no one's depending on the game department to generate money for that company right it's like yeah, yeah. the extra money is going to those game companies to make something to bank on something like you said innovative uh facebook the future of facebook is now in the hands of game developers. Like, think of that, man. How crazy is that? Um, right. Insane. <laughs> good, good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> good luck with that, right? You have no idea what we've been doing. We've been fucking around. But uh, like, it's true. Like, Facebook yeah. sees itself as a dinosaur. You know, they they have the data way before we even found out, right? They know where it's going, and they see VR as a way to kind of, um, you know, the next extension, right? The 2.0 of Facebook, right? I mean, yeah, um, I wouldn't just say VR, but we're talking VR and AR. AR, a- anything, right? That that heightens the social experience, right? That That's with yeah. that's AR, VR, right? Um, it's just the immersion. The immersion. Right. Uh, Amazon, yes, they're not depending on games being their future, but they see it as a huge... Um, huge part of it right you know they just released their little robot right i don't don't know what amazon's (laughs) doing with games well well think about it right they're they're all their stuff will require you know game is a very um uh loose term i'm 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 guess uh, i guess i'm using it right you're you're kind of uh insinuating that with what what you're doing over at unity where it's it's about where there are medium is beyond our own now right it's all about interactivity an instant um instant feedback right so that's in an essence you, what game is yeah unity what, is yeah unity is about tools to to power like a real-time 3d platform like right absolutely. and real time is everything in the future people want yeah. instant feedback people don't want to yeah. wait and i see this is where i see tech giants like amazon facebook and google see where games and its tools and its knowledge 
it's going to help power its future in the business, right? Um, being able to virtualize things on the go will inherently helps, you know, uh, encapsulate more, more audience, more, more customers, um, sell more things basically, um, in, in every way possible. You know, Amazon kind of released that little interactive dog. To me, that's just a game. <laughs> that's, you know, that little uh, little dog that follows you around to replace, yeah. you know, it's Actually, a robot. That, but the, that, you see that as a game and other people see that as like the end of the world, right? <laughs> yeah. But well, that's what the Matrix is, right? Matrix is basically started as a game. <laughs> it's a simulation, right? But all that are, are, uh, are, are, I would say a lot of game tech, right? That's a lot of game uh, thinking uh, mm. to create those things. And that's where I see the innovation going. I see game is going to be a very, uh, if not already on its way out in terms of terminology, how we define ourselves as, as uh, developers, right? Uh, I, I can see us in a lot of ways referring ourselves as real-time experts, right? Mm. Instead of game developers, already right in the last couple of five years I, I think that's that terminology has been kind of closely kind of reflecting what we do now and um in a way i'm excited it's cool i, I think yes the tech giants have are a little bit more financially responsible it's something i always look up i would say financially responsible they just got more of it <laughs> i think they're more financially responsible like i would say like for a long time i looked up to mobile because they actually put profitability at the forefront before making any decision in a lot of ways creatively that's frustrating but in, in the end it's like well you're securing our livelihood so i can't hate you for that because AAA, if anything is really irresponsible with with financial planning right it's like well we'll do what we can and we'll see if it's a hit it's like the most craziest gamble that i i can't believe we're still working that way in a lot of i think i think it's actually i think it's still a gamble yes but i think part of the reason why the conditions are so terrible is because they're trying to save money yeah when try 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 winning something by playing playing safe dude this like, yeah. <laughs> you're like not crunch, gonna crunch, like crunch gonna exists happen. because you're trying to get more stuff done in, in a certain amount of time to save money yeah right because you're not gonna pay the people the crunch right and you're gonna get more work out of them get more productivity in the same amount of time yeah. right so it's like for me a lot of the decisions are about saving money and, and trying to do it on the, the cheapest possible dime possible you know yeah and a good percentage of those studios that worked that way ended up closing and shutting down because their product never really made it to market or it wasn't yeah. even worth it. Or, but also, or also like, you know, now it's getting to the point where it has to reach a lot of people because you have to compete, get the eyeballs. Yeah. And so you have to spend more money yeah. to compete, get more it's eyeballs, a bad get a higher quality product. It's, and, just, and it's, it's, just it's the biggest gamble. Never ending, it's a never ending arms race, basically. Right. So the yeah. I think because of the games kind of that are doing well that are taking a page out of mobile are is basically adopting the best thing that we can do which is uh data driven proven things as early as possible and then creating and designing towards a a a customer that mm-hmm. you define at the very beginning of development right and and knowing that it works and only buying in because you know it works 
um, which is the, the base model for all mobile games. It's just it's like, we don't do anything unless we know it works. And um, because of that, a lot of AAA games are, are benefiting from the free-to-play, from virtualization of, of items, uh, cosmetics, um, learning from not doing pay-to-win. Designers basically have more systems uh, around oh. that and, and treating it seriously. Like, I, I'm finally, you know, it's cool. But again, where we're at that state where, you know, games are, are getting more, are, are getting bigger and bigger in terms of budget, um, we still have that inherent AAA issue that we've always been dealing with. Um, and uh, I'm just glad that these tech giants are not doing that, right? In a way, yes, we made fun of Stadia, <laughs> cutting things short, I mean, uh, and 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 realizing still that making, I'm still making this is really hard. I'm actually surprised you're not talking. Actually, there's there was a bit of news that came out about Stadia. What about Stadia? I can't believe it's it still is it still up? I, well, I thought it was like two guys left working there. There's a new, there's a new Batman game that is going to be the first game to be powered by Gotham. Yeah, Batman Arkham Knight is going to be the first game to be powered by the White Label Stadia streaming. The White Label. Yeah. So basically, so basically, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers is 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 um, licensing Stadia technology. Right. So it's not. Stadia, it's it's going to be Warner Brothers and AT and T. But this, this is a game that's like five years old, though, right? They're just giving up back end library to test it with. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's sure. still a good game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, they're they're basically using the Stadia technology, but it's not actually Google doing the hosting, right? Yeah, Google's out of the game. Yeah, right? yeah. Whoever whoever's doing it are, are just suckers at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I like mean. I, so these are just old deals a, that are are coming to light, right? These are just no, no. Well, this is this is the new white label thing. Like like when Stadia said we're not going to make games anymore and we're sure. and we're moving away from that, they moved towards more of a platform model, and so this is the first game using that new model, mm-hmm. um, which is like that's interesting, I guess. You know what I mean? I mean the technology is there. Like I don't think. Yeah. Um, we doubt that Google can handle this. Uh, I wish, I wish they just thought it through better. <laughs> this is where, again, I respect Amazon versus Google. Like Google as a brand is, um, is wearing down for me a bit. Like I don't trust them. Like I'm a pixel guy, right? I have their oh. pixel phones and the new suppose pixel. their new, new pixel, pixel is the best of the best for now, right? I get it. But there is always that worry. Is like, is this their last shot? Are they going to be out of it after this? <laughs> if this doesn't work, right? That's why they're throwing the whole kitchen sink at it, right? But I mean, if like, this doesn't the worst, work, they're the going to bail. Case, the worst case is you just go get a different phone. Like, I mean, like, it's not that bad. <laughs> but this hurts their brand. Like, does it though? <laughs> I feel like it does, dude. Like, what what products am I gonna trust? Right. Anyway. Meanwhile, me, meanwhile, Gmail account and Google Drive and sure, you know, you know what yeah, I mean. But like, like anything, yeah. If they if they retire new shit, the new shit game, right? Where mm. <laughs> don't don't worry, we'll be the Coca Cola for life brand, right? You can always you can always rely on Coke from us. Then fine. 
you know, know your role, <laughs> accept it, and and stop coming up with this alphabet shit that never goes and follows through. It's well, like it's need, just like annoying. Any company, any company yeah. needs to diversify and do new products in order to keep growing. Yeah. Well, but the, how how does this help their growth? Like to me, if I'm an investor, like am I gonna yeah. trust in their growth anymore? It's like, dude, no. Like, hey, we have money. We're gonna invest it into research and figure things out and like and of course some bets fail what and bets lately bets, worked and some bets <laughs> and some their bets, pixel some bets win, right? i thought their pixel was doing better than i thought but no it's not it's like they're breaking even with that thing uh in a lot of ways like i was surprised to kind of read more about how their pixel phones are doing and it's it it is good by like in terms of a new phone standard but like samsung and all apple are are still king and they're not anywhere near there Mm -hmm. um like what things have they come out in the last five ten years like i'm I'm so that's why i'm like I'm, I'm like, when I talk about tech giants and the evolution and uh, what the new decade looks like for us, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm barely including Google in that conversation. Oh, like, what does think, Google I think, have I to think offer? That would, I think that would be foolhardy to do that. <laughs> what, what exactly <laughs> Google is going to come out with that I'm going to be, oh, this might be something for here's the thing. Here's the, here's the thing about Google, though, right? It's not about that. Right, it's not about like here's a product. Like, of course, yeah, they're product, they're Pixel phone, they got all that stuff, right? But it's really the the platform itself. Yeah, you know their brand. But it's not just their brand, the platform itself, right? Like GCP, um, you know, the cloud stuff, like Google Drive, Gmail, that like the stuff that rests on top, like the backbone of everything. Yeah, is their platform, right? Sure. And and that that is not going anywhere. No, they're they're like I said, you can be the Mars bars and be just fine, right? But you don't see them coming out with the stupid new candy that doesn't work. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is what I mean. It's like I feel like they're slowly falling into that role of yeah, you can depend on us for Gmail, Google Map. But any new stuff that would come out is this stupid rebranding that Facebook's gonna do, right? That they did years ago with Alphabet. It's like, all right. You know, I'm sure they have the stupid Google car somewhere back there uh, <laughs> that they're working on. But as a customer, I don't trust any of it now. It's like, how can I trust you guys in innovation if you guys don't even commit to yeah. it to an extent? Right. So they're out of the conversation. To me, Google's dead. <laughs> I will buy their next Pixel phone because, you know, mine broke. But other than that... <laughs> uh, like I'm so this is what I'm like the the Nest, the um um what's their version of the Google Hub, the the little voice thing? Siri. Sure, yeah. Uh Google Siri. Assistant. Yeah. yeah, the Google Assistant stuff. I felt like they yeah. were one of the first ones to come out with that idea, right? They where Apple kind of missed the boat. Like why why is Amazon coming yeah. out with like a robot pet? Right? Wouldn't shouldn't Apple and Google be the first ones out the gate with that stuff? Like it's very odd to me. Like how 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 is Amazon the only one that is still innovating? Right? I I this last pandemic, man. Like Amazon is, is this is it surprising that Apple is it surprising that Apple's not innovating? Is it really surprising? Well, Apple used to be the leader, uh, you know. Uh, yes, Jobs are gone. Yeah, Steve Jobs like, gone. I mean, I mean people complain about anything. Apple not 
innovating for years now, right? Like, yeah. you know. But how? But what Apple's a miss opportunity! Money. They're still making money hand over fist, though. For now, right? They're come. They're still living off the legacy of Steve Jobs. But after a number of years, how how much? I guess they'll be fine. But like, I'm just disappointed. Like the people, if mm-hmm. I were to bet five years ago, right? This is where I'm coming at. If I were five years ago, ten years ago, whatever, and I you were going to ask me in the next ten years who's going to be the most innovative, I wouldn't have thought Amazon. I would I would have thought Google or Apple. Right? They seem to be the clear. That's their space. They would be coming up with this Alexa stuff first and kill it with that. Uh, the robot, right, seems to be the the yeah. the, the thing. Uh, their car, right? I mean, I know Apple still work on their car, but like by this point, you know, what's the next big thing? Uh, and it seems to be Amazon constantly being the ones doing it. And that's why for me... Yes, Facebook is exciting and they, they hired a bunch of our friends and we know there's a lot of talented people out there. But, you know, uh, and Amazon is the laughing stock of the game industry with, you know, buying the CryEngine and all this stuff. But with this new dawn, this new world thing, I'm beginning to think maybe Amazon's going to be the one that beats the pack because they're so dedicated, they're co- so committed to failure <laughs> that... They, if they can see through yeah. that and come out with new yeah. world, it's like, oh wow, it might be interesting in the next ten years. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Amazon just comes out of the gate, out of the blue, with a new VR system that beats Oculus. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, you don't think they're working on something that's AR related? They're so fast with this. This is why. This is why I think this way. Every I'm time I like, drive, I'm just like you talk, man. I'm just like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I drive outside, I see an Amazon truck in rows, dude. I was like, wow, they have taken well, over the world. <laughs> well, like they've taken over the world of bringing stuff to your house, yeah. right? But like when Money, you talk about, yeah. talk about innovation and stuff like that, I don't know. Like, I just don't know. I like when it comes to the, 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 the consumer electronics part of it, like I'm not impressed, put it that way. Um, not impressed at all. That and, robot, and I, and I think we're talking. We're sure talking about like a robot that will evade your privacy and send data to Amazon. But uh, but yeah. the <laughs> you're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, they're the first ones to do it. That's what I'm saying. Out of the game. Not, but we're not out here talking about you know Microsoft's hardware and oh and my God. who's talking about Microsoft. What has Microsoft Microsoft has, Microsoft has been making some strides though, you know. They're and, catching up. Right? And the one thing, and the one thing and the one thing I noticed too, right, is when Microsoft and Google do like a device show or do their little presentations, yeah. how much those presentations are like out of the Apple playbook, right? So yeah. Apple's a setup like this is how you do this is how you present new hardware to people. Yeah. And then like Microsoft and Google are falling straight in line. Are always copycatting. Yeah. Falling the same this, but this is what I'm but saying. Like, on, it, honestly, the, honestly, the, the the races between those three, man, like Amazon, like, nah, bro. I don't think no. so. this is what I'm saying though. Like if <laughs> if Apple was the innovator. And Microsoft yeah. and Google still following suit, right? They follow basically whatever products Apple does. They, they copy and make their own version, right? That's their model. That's their business model, right? Wait wait and see, all right? I'll wait and see and I'll do something. 
Amazon I mean, I mean, is out of had the better phone phone software. Like they're usually sure. ahead of Apple on the phone software features and stuff. Sure, sure. But they're they're copying, right? They're just copying <laughs> each other. But this is where I see Amazon being special, where this this robot is a great example. Out of the blue, out of nowhere. Maybe it was a rumor, right? <laughs> it is a product. <laughs> that robot is a consumer prototype sure i don't know if it's gonna sell it crazy right i was kind of hesitant on alexa but alexa's killing right now right um i'm not a huge alexa fan i'm not a huge uh supporter of those devices just kind of sitting around i do have an alexa but it was gifted right let's just say that but this robot is like in i don't want a robot but i'm just saying yeah this would be the next step like this is the next step and i can see based on it doing well or not, that Apple, again, will copy and Google will copy. So who's copying who at this point? And I think it's an Amazon lead in the pack. Yeah. I mean, Ain't nobody buying it. Ain't nobody buying it. Ain't nobody buying it. Well, let me, let me just say this. Like, Facebook is not making gains that I'm talking about right now. Like, <laughs> Apple is not really making any gains that I'm talking about. Like, Amazon oh. is the one that I... I, I again I'm a, I'm the number one hater of Amazon and I'm not a huge fan of New World. It's not like I'm jumping on on that shit yeah. just yet. But I'm just saying that they have so much money, if not, you know, the same amount of money to play with in the gaming space. Yeah. yeah. And they did really well 2020 and they're building factories and they're growing to the point where Bezos is like, I'm done. I, I did everything that I could. He I'm doesn't want to play anymore. I'm surprised you're not mentioning their new studio. Like they, you know, Amazon, they have a studio in Montreal, the new studio. Yeah, they're expanding their gaming. Yeah. Um you know, I, I respect any company that failed for 10 years. And stuck with it, right? And I was like, "All right, maybe this <laughs> shows grit." Uh, that's what we call a veteran, right? So by now they're they're like a comparable definitely shows perseverance and grit for sure. Yeah. Yes, and um, now in the other space, in the tech space, the robot stuff. I was like, "Wow, this this company really wants to." Uh, Guess own, and innovate. Own your own your life. Yeah. Own your life the next level, right? Right? I, I respect it's, that. It's, what's 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 killing me is that you just repeat a crazy thing that I say deadpan serious, like and are happy about it. I'm just like, I don't understand. No, it, 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 yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> right? It's all about advertising and about knowing your life and then being able yeah. to sell shit to you, right? We, we already <laughs> accepted that. What I'm saying is that. You're yeah. showing me the next level stuff. And wow, that is <laughs> that is crazy. And I respect that because that's the game they're playing, right? Now I'm just looking at the other guys who wants my data as lazy. It's like you guys are being lazy right now. Like I if I were to sell my life, it's Amazon. <laughs> Amazon is working its hardest to get this robot into my room, right? They're working extra hard to, to to sell shit to me i can respect that right it's the effort here and yeah like look at the 2020 right yes we're, we're, we're kind of clapping our hands together saying apple well apple you know to me is living off the ghosts of steve jobs still right all the things all the success that they've seen is basically innovated from this one man uh that has passed away right 
nothing else have been generating money newly, really, right? We're talking about the App Store. That's Steve Jobs, right? We're talking about the iPhone, Steve Jobs. And we're talking about all this stuff, Steve Jobs. I, so I would, I would say I would say that um M1 uh M1 the, chip M1 Pro M1 Pro Max or whatever M1 Max okay. um I would say that that is that is it's probably like the era of not Steve Jobs and, and it's actually and it might actually work out what, can out. you explain that to our uh, non-nerds out there? Well, <laughs> non non-nerds, you don't have to be a non-nerd. Like, you know, Apple started making their own chips. Right, 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 right. right. And Instead like, of using it, the intelligence. Even, even in the iPhone, right? The, yeah. the iPhone was imagination and arm. Yeah, and that's why Google is following suit. They're copying and, with their own so, chip as well. Yeah, and so Apple is like, you know, like we want to own the software Everything. stack the yeah. hardware stack, everything. And so they started making their own chips. And well, that's the Steve Jobs ideology, right? That's always, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but they, but like, but I think they didn't really start putting that in motion until after he was dead, right? right? And then, and when the chip has been proved to be successful on the iPhone, they are now making, but the, the laptops, there was, there was, there was the, M1, the M1 MacBook Air, yeah. right? Which came out last year. And then they just announced the M1 Max M1 Pro. And they're ridiculously like, fast it, and good. And they're That's like, cool. like if those numbers that they're talking about are even remotely accurate, yeah. those are some that's a dope bizarre laptop. numbers. Yeah, it's a dope laptop, right? So it's a huge evolution. and and it's and it's solely and it, it's going to take the battle to Intel and Nvidia and be like, what's up? Yeah, what you gonna do? And and uh, and that's good for consumers, right? Because like, yeah, that might just mean then that now laptop, well, that gaming is you, the next level stuff. Yeah. Well, laptop CPU and GPU everything. prices also will come down, right? Yeah. And and it won't be like a stranglehold of Intel and Nvidia, right? Yeah. And and Apple, Apple's been slowly working towards this, right? Like from from when they made the first when they started changing the SOC on the phone, the SOC stands for System on a Chip. It's like the chip that's on the phone. Yeah. Uh, when they started making it, start making their own version of that. Yeah. This was the goal. Like, can we completely replace the CPUs that we use at the laptop level? And then more money goes into Tim Cook's pocket at the right. same time. Right? Yeah. So. Less cut. Yeah. It's cool. I get yeah. it. I respect Apple to an extent. But yeah. where's my robot? <laughs> <laughs> you laugh at it, man. But robot is freaking. When I saw that. And then I know the you know when the first release will be shit. It won't be anything close to. You're saying you're, you're saying dude that sees the the Steam Deck and I was like yo let me buy that. So I guess you just you just impressed by anything these days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna lay it out when we do our 2029 uh, Game Dev Unchained Roundtable. Right, we're gonna talk about <laughs> wow Amazon really stepped it up this last decade right <laughs> left left facebook and apple in yeah. the dust Man, I, don't know about that. I don't know about that at all really yeah yeah well but we'll see maybe, well maybe that's something right. to look forward yeah. to yeah. just just wait man if amazon was this strong with 10 years of failure right and they had this strong of ego. Imagine with the little success of New World. It's like how how big and tall are they standing now? I mean, like, I mean, I told you're you. Big, 
you're making the biggest leap too. you know, you're like, oh, New World is kind of successful. So therefore now they're a tech juggernaut. Bro, I, I think there have some <laughs> hardwares that they've been working on that haven't been unveiled. I, I just see Amazon just spinning circles in terms of speed and, and delivery. They're just, they got that down, dude. That's part, that's their business model. It's like, how fast do you want it? <laughs> we got you. <laughs> well, anyways uh as always uh it was good talking to you ray uh i know this was mostly about just understanding what the next decade looks like since 2020 didn't count and i do see like (laughs) a lot of uh conclusions of the last decade um with the epic versus apple thing i think it is a major mark in our history there and i'm very excited you know that uh, more and more players are being involved uh overall right overall this is great it's a it's a great time to be a game developer obviously and a great time to be a consumer there's just so much content uh that can be uh enjoyed in many different ways and uh it's overall either amazon apple or, or whoever wins it's it's a win for for us all really it's like cool man yeah buy my shit love it so that concludes today's episode. As always, uh, Ray, where can the good people kind of tweet at you, find you, uh, let them know? You already know on, on Twitter, it's Wadaras, W-A-D-A-R-A-S-S on Twitter. That's, that's how you do get to me. All right, there you go. As always, you can find that in the link description below. Tweet at us. Let us know your thoughts, any disagreeing, agreeing, corrections. Uh, we welcome it. Uh, and overall, we we look forward to bringing you guys next month's episode. So see you guys. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you are liking the podcast, go to the Apple iTunes store and give Game Dev Unchained a five-star rating. This will help spread the joy and love and exposure for the podcast, and we thank you very much. If you want to continue the conversation, go to our Discord, which can be found on our website, www.gamedevunchained.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at BlueChamps, B-L-U-C-H-A-M-P-S. You want to catch these episodes live every Tuesdays and Thursdays, go to twitch.tv forward slash blue underscore champs. Email me any of your concerns or questions that you want me to read aloud at the beginning of each episode at info at gamedevunchained.com. And if you want to further support us and help unlock the next feature, which is the voicemail future, go to patreon.com forward slash blue champs this gives listeners a chance to kind of call in leave a message for both me and the guests to answer your deepest darkest questions and comment on your deepest darkest secrets thank you everybody